Welcome to Digging Into a Bible. Hey, hey, welcome to Digging Into the Bible. My name is Jim Barnard. This is a production of Tiller Coaching. All right, it's day 10 and we have a long section today, so we should just hurry up and get to it. But first, a really quick recap. Peter and John have done this miraculous healing. They've then entered into the temple where a large crowd has been gathered. And with this large crowd, uh, certain attention is going to be drawn to uh, the situation. So with that as the backdrop, let's go ahead and dig in. This is Acts chapter 4, starting at verse 1. And as they were speaking to the people, the priest and the captain of the temple and the Sadducees came upon them, greatly annoyed, because they were teaching the people and proclaiming in Jesus the resurrection from the dead. And they arrested them and put them in custody until the next day, for it was already evening. But many of those who had heard the word believed, and the number of the men came to about 5,000. On the next day, their rulers and elders and scribes gathered together in Jerusalem with Annas the high priest and Caiaphas and John and Alexander and all who were of the high priestly family. And when they had set them in the midst, they inquired, By what power or by what name did you do this? Then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, Rulers of the people and elders, If we are being examined today concerning a good deed done to a crippled man, By what means this man has been healed, let it be known to all of you and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, by him this man is standing before you well. This Jesus is the stone that was rejected by you, the builders, which has become the cornerstone. And there is salvation in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were uneducated, common men, they were astonished. And they recognized that they had been with Jesus. But seeing the man who was healed standing beside them, they had nothing to say in opposition. But when they had commanded them to leave the council, they conferred with one another, saying, What shall we do with these men? For that a notable sign has been performed through them is evident to all the inhabitants of Jerusalem, and we cannot deny it. But in order that it may spread no further among the people, let us warn them, warn them to speak no more to anyone in this name. So they called them and charged them not to speak or teach at all in the name of Jesus." But Peter and John answered them, Whether it is right in the sight of God to listen to you rather than to God, you must judge. For we cannot but speak of what we have seen and heard. And when they had further threatened them, they let them go, finding no way to punish them because of the people who were all praising God for what had happened. For the man on whom the sign of healing was performed was more than 40 years old. I love so much that they were greatly annoyed, don't you? Like, so, um, of course they were greatly annoyed. They, um, they've been greatly annoyed this whole time, and, and now they, they feel like they've solved the problem by getting rid of Jesus, and now the problem is just as big. Like, 5,000 people are um, turning and repenting and putting their faith into Jesus. Um, of course, they'd be greatly annoyed. They're so greatly annoyed that um, they arrested all three men. Of course, like, fine, arrest Peter and John, but why this man who is formerly lame? Like, what did he do wrong? He 
got a blessing. He got healed. He was in the right place at the right time. There's no reason to arrest him, but he gets arrested as well. And I guess that's what you can do when you're in charge and when you're greatly annoyed, you can just make it happen. So did you notice that when, when they asked Peter and John, by what power or by what name did you do this? The response by Peter, don't you, you could, you, I kind of almost expect Peter to just Peter out, like, do what? I didn't do anything. What are you talking about? Like, Peter uh, should be on brand here and Peter out, but he doesn't. He does the exact opposite. We've seen over these last couple chapters how um, Peter, because of the Holy Spirit, has learned to stand up and lift up his voice. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say something here. I want to redefine um, you know, Peter in this phraseology of, of petering out because what Peter is doing now is, is not petering out. He's petering up. <laughs> he is living out his full identity as the rock. And I, I think this is amazing. Peter, before when he was petering out, he denied Jesus. But this time he doesn't even defend Jesus. He defines Jesus. He is the stone that was rejected by you. He is the cornerstone. He is saying that the existence, that Peter's existence, that John's existence is built upon Jesus. Without the cornerstone, nothing else can be built. Petering up, man. That's what's up. Man, I'm over time. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. I'll look forward to seeing you tomorrow as we continue on with Acts 4. I'll see you then.